The armies of the North and South carried payrolls. Payment, both in currency and coin, was passed out on paydays to the soldiers while on the march. It is estimated that at any given time during the war, payrolls amounting to millions of dollars were in transit from one skirmish to another, from one campsite to another. In December of 1862, Union Colonel C.L. Dunham, commander of the 39th Iowa Division, led mounted troops and foot soldiers into western Tennessee with the intention of engaging Confederate General Nathan Bedford Forrest and his 7th Tennessee Cavalry. On December 29th, Dunham's division, heading south, passed through the small Carroll County town of Huntington in the western part of the state. Dunham was a newcomer in the territory with which Forrest was highly experienced. By contrast, the Confederate general had considerable success in battles and skirmishes throughout that part of Tennessee. Dunham's most recent intelligence had Forrest's army camped at a location called Parker's Crossroads, located 15 miles south of Huntington. Dunham received specific orders from General Ulysses S. Grant to proceed to Forrest's location engage and defeat the enemy. Forrest and his army had created a great deal of trouble and embarrassment for the Union forces in West Tennessee, and Grant wanted to put an end to it. By the time Dunham's command reached Clarksburg, ten miles south of Huntington, the sun had set. A few hundred yards out of town, one of the scouts found a freshwater spring and a suitable place to establish a camp for the night. Dunham directed his troopers toward the location, known locally as Dollar Hill, and within minutes tents were set up, horses and mules were unsaddled and hobbled, cooking fires were started, and guards were posted around the perimeter. During the night, Dunham's scouts were sent forward to ascertain Forrest's exact location and the number of rebel troops under his command. Reporting back just before dawn of the following day, the scouts informed the colonel that the Confederate command was, indeed, camped at Parker's Crossroads, five miles away and due south. The rebels were apparently aware of Dunham's approaching Union force, for they were spotted digging trenches and making other battle preparations. Without taking time for breakfast, Dunham ordered his soldiers to ready their weapons and mounts for the march to Forrest's camp. As the troopers busied themselves with preparations for the coming battle, Dunham addressed the disposition of the payroll chest. Not wishing to risk its capture by the Confederate forces, Parker decided to bury it. The chest contained $15,000 in coins. When the battle was over and the Union forces victorious, Dunham intended to return to the campsite and retrieve the payroll. With the aid of two trusted lieutenants and one sergeant, Dunham and his men alternately carried and dragged the heavy chest to a location some two hundred feet east of the spring. Here a shallow hole was excavated, the chest lowered into it, and then covered over. Unseen by the four men, a Union scout named Alan Chambliss, was squatted on a low knoll overlooking the excavation site. As he smoked a cigarette and cleaned his rifle, Chambliss observed the caching of the payroll chest. Chambliss sat quietly throughout the process, not wishing to be seen. This made a total of five men who had knowledge of the location of the buried coins. For most of the day, Dunham's command advanced slowly and cautiously toward the Confederate encampment, taking extreme care to keep silent and unseen. By nightfall, the Yankees, hiding in the woods, could see the campfires in the distance. 
Men in Confederate uniforms were spotted moving about a few hundred yards away. Not wishing to engage the well-entrenched enemy in the dark, the members of the 39th Iowa Division fought for whatever sleep they could get, readying themselves for a strike on the rebel camp at dawn. Moments before sunrise on the morning of December 31st, the first shots were fired from the Yankees in hiding, and the fight was on. For nearly a full day, the two sides exchanged gunfire with both incurring heavy casualties. Dunham's command outnumbered the Confederates by a significant margin, but the canny forest managed to create mass confusion and heavy damage.